0: Welcome to episode 41 of the Cigar Snob Podcast. I am Nick Jimenez, joined by Eric Calvino. Buenas tardes. And Ivan Ocampo. Howdy, y'all. All right, so on this episode of the podcast, we are smoking something you will never get your hands on. An explanation of that in just a moment. But first, a word from our sponsor, Villiger Cigars. Villiger Cigars, celebrating 130 years in tobacco, unveils its first ever full-bodied premium handmade cigar in the Villiger La Vencedora. The Villiger La Vencedora is the follow-up cigar to the highly acclaimed Villiger La Flor de Inclan and Villiger Sandoro Colorado. This Nicaraguan puro, wrapped in a beautiful Nicaraguan Alano puro wrapper, boasts a potent full-bodied smoking experience. Featuring highly seasoned, hearty flavors, the Villager Vencedora, which translates to "the victor," emits a billowing, aromatic smoke throughout the smoky experience. The Villager Vencedora, a palate-pleasing, full-bodied, yet elegant cigar that will satisfy the cigar connoisseur as well as the casual smoker. All right, as I mentioned, we are smoking something super rare on this episode. Uh, so, ra- how rare is it? So rare. I think we are now, uh, wait, 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 how many are in are in the only box? Ten. It's ten ten, ten and, and what, there are five boxes made, something like that? Somewhere in that neighborhood? In that neighborhood, yes. Yeah. So, uh, Eric and I were not too long ago, I think we even mentioned it on the podcast, so long-time listeners will will know what we're talking about. We'll we, remember that. Yeah. We were uh, in the Dominican Republic for Davidoff's Viaje al Origen trip, which... Is usually reserved for uh, for retailers and and uh, I guess other business type partners, but on this trip, Davidoff invited a bunch of uh, cigar media people along. So it's a lot of uh, farm and factory tours and and uh, dinners and tastings, and in the end, it sort of culminates with uh, everybody breaking off into teams and blending something after having gone through a. Uh, you know, sort of tasting and blending explanation from... Tasting a lot of the different fillers that are possible. Exactly right. Eric and I were on different teams, and we ended up with different blends. Our boxes of that blend, or of those two blends, just arrived in the mail, and Eric and I are each smoking uh, our respective blends. There will be a little bit of a game show component to this episode's uh, cigar smoking. Ivan... Is smoking one of these two cigars? He doesn't know which one. Although maybe he has already figured it out. Maybe he hasn't. Who knows? And so, based on as an astute olfactory right. sense. So, based on our uh, what what Eric and I have to say about the cigar and whether that lines up with uh, with Ivan's tasting, uh, he will try to divine which of these two cigars he's smoking throughout the podcast. So uh, I'm ready. So far, Ivan. Or should we, should the two of us go first? Yeah, I think, I yeah. think we should go first. That way so, what are you getting off of your blend? So, and by the way, this happened long enough ago that I have no I no, no recollection. Recollect- yeah, me and, and let
1: me interrupt you first. Uh, why did you receive your boxes now? Why didn't you walk away with them? Well, really? because
2: uh, they roll them okay. uh, based on the blends that we chose. Okay, and then they aged them for us.
1: Okay, so they were aged after after. Yeah, because and, we did uh, this back in January. Okay, got it. Right,
2: so. Yeah. So they rolled them, aged them, and then now uh, sent them to us. Very nice. No, beautiful. And they sent it with pictures of us. And it was great. It was just
0: yeah. awesome. In general, they did a pretty great job with the tour thing.
2: Everything about it. Everything about it was great from the moment we landed to... And, and Nick and I, we left early. Uh, we only did the Santiago part of the trip. The second half of the trip was uh, was in a, in a beach area. I don't know if it was Punta Cana or Casa de Campo. I don't know where. Right. But uh everyone raved about the second part of it. But we had to come back to work, so. Right, right. Uh
0: Nick, I literally just got into mine, so okay. I'd rather you start. So mine is on the on the mild side. Uh I'm getting some cedar, some cream, uh maybe a little bit of like a nuttiness uh and some leather. Um I do remember though uh we we were one of the few groups not to not to stereotype here but we were one of the few groups with a female in the mix and so because these were all blended by committee uh that ends up impacting things and I think that we ended up on the lighter side of the the blends that were being put together in the room but I think we were quite the opposite. Right. So although
2: we did have a female in the group but she was uh, an experienced smoker.
0: So um yeah for 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 me the things that that are most pronounced here are are that wood the cream and the leather um but it's it's a nice balance it it doesn't have uh you know that sort of abrasive on the tongue feel that you sometimes associate with those cedar like almost like somebody's rubbing one of those popsicle sticks on your on your mouth um I'm into it this is something that I could smoke several times back to back
1: so i am I am getting most of those yeah, this. I'm not saying that this is the exact cigar, but okay. I am getting some of those flavor notes. In addition to the very very unique Davidoff... I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's a very unique Davidoff yeah, taste yeah, it's, that you it's, get. When you it.
2: smoke something that's uh, made by Davidoff, you immediately know it's like oh, their okay. signature, right? Yeah, it, it has, uh, so, so mine is going to have the similar characteristics. I think that the biggest difference between our blends is that Mine is significantly stronger than what Nick's describing. Mine has strength; it is intense. Uh, there is there's a lot more spice involved. So there is cedar, not nuts, and a little bit of cream, but there's spice. There's a, a heavy spice component, and and uh, going back to our viajero uh seminars, uh, ours has a very vertical attack on the palate so it yep. hits you it tingles at least mine does uh it tingles the front of your of your tongue and then hits you all the way in the back of the palate as well so it it has this uh this vertical attack as opposed to a spread option oh, wow. <laughs> offense no, but seriously uh it does it does hit you all up and down the palate uh but
0: with significant intensity i don't know how you're doing over there with smoke output but my cigar has been sitting there for a little bit and it is it is pumping out smoke out of the front end, yeah, I see that um no i'm not I'm not like that, yeah, so i haven't. do
1: get i do get some of that that hot spice just a, just just good enough where it's not very overpowering, and i don't I don't think Nick uh mentioned enough of that in his description of his cigar,
2: so, so, so do we wanna do you wanna let this? Cat out of the bag now, or do you want to continue so that we can continue talking about the cigar and how yeah. it changes?
0: Well, why don't we let Ivan take a stab at it now without telling him whether he's right or wrong? Oh, okay. And then we'll move on and see whether it changes. But it's also worth noting that Ivan started his a little before we did. Yeah. Did you feel that spice right out of the gate, like when you were where I am now? Or did that sort of... Uh, no, I, I did. You I did. did.
1: So I got most of those flavors that you got, but with a little bit more of the intensity that Eric described. Okay. Um... Uh... I wanted to say I have Eric's cigar. Okay. Well, we'll find right, out. We'll,
0: there you go. See okay. how things develop. We'll see
2: how he, uh, All right. how he did.
0: All right. Uh, I will also note that we cut our cigars with a Screw Pop Chopo. That's C H O P O. Screw Pop. Screw Pop us. is the name of the company. Screw Pop. So, exactly. Yeah. Screw Pop. So uh, spelled exactly the way you would think Screw Pop would be spelled. Uh, S C R E W. Pop. All one word uh this is a pretty neat little uh package so it's a it's a guillotine cutter but on sort of like a, a scissor hinge right uh but it's a double double guillotine and it's basically like uh like a rectangle with a rounded end so um i don't know what would you say that is about an inch so they're on a, on a hinge or, or sure, a ring, yeah, about, an inch, yeah. about an inch wide uh so it's a pretty great you and know, it has a bottle opener and Dimensions. it's got a bottle opener on the end. Uh, super simple package. Uh, this is, it seems like a, you know, great keychain thing to have around. Yeah. Uh, and I think we all liked you know, the opening of it is, it, it feels a little uh, tight at the beginning. But I think then you realize, you know, that you don't want it too loose as you're, it's nice to be able to, to have that tension to set it where you need it and then clothes uh on the cigar so it did a
2: great job of cutting I, yeah. I mean I cut mine with it and it was I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, I, by the way it's screwpoptool.com. Uh that's that's their site. Right. And thanks uh, to the screw pop folks for that uh, for sending that.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah and cool it's though. called El Chapo. Just Chapo. Oh. But I like yeah I did yeah. think <laughs> it was I was be like nice. wow Mexican drug lord uh, <laughs> it's called Why'd Chapo it
2: Cigar Cutter. Okay. And Chapo is Chop Oh. C-H-O-P-O, Chapo. Or chobo. but it's, it's hard not to say El Chapo. El Chapo.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is a very good tool, like if you need to dig your way through a bathroom floor or something. <laughs> no, that's another one they have called El Digo. El Digo. So we will revisit these cigars momentarily. And before we do that, we will talk about a bunch of other things, starting with, finally, those kids who were in that cave are no longer in a cave. It's great news. That is good news. If I was in a cave, I'd not want to be there for that long. Yeah, no
2: shit. Yeah, so... <laughs> with with your eating habits? Uh, yeah, no.
0: Maybe I should spend some time in a cave. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can Go. you imagine the three of us being stuck in a cave oh and God. having to deal with... Uh, They'd leave with us in there. Nick? Yeah. They'd leave
0: us in there. I would say the most dangerous thing about that scenario is... What did we eat before we ended up in this cave that is now sealed by water? Yeah, that's got to be. Can you imagine being the farty kid in that group? <laughs> Everybody wants you out of there first. the The rescuers get there like get him out first. This guy first. <laughs> he needs to go. Um. So, but
2: yeah. seriously, thankful we can joke about it because these these kids uh, made right. it out, and their coach. So, unfortunately, um, they
0: did lose one of the uh, rescuers. Thai rescuers. Correct. Yeah. So, in case you've been you ready for this? Under a rock uh, <laughs> uh, basically the story here was that these uh, these kids who are a soccer team were with their coach, went into this cave uh, who took them into this cave many times before, unfortunately it started raining and then the water started to rise and they, they were cut off by the water, uh, as was the oxygen from the entrance of the cave. I think the the most interesting thing that came out of it, even though it really ended up being sort of immaterial to the rescue effort, was that Elon Musk uh, sent his peoples over there. Yep. Who did um, he send? He well, because he has a contraption. He had a contraption. Well, he had, he had multiple contraption suggestions, uh, but I think he sent some SpaceX engineers. Oh, okay. And he mm-hmm. also sent, I think, some people from, uh, the, I think, the Boring Company, which is his mm-hmm. tunnel digging company. And maybe also send some power packs in case, like they needed. Uh, part of the issue was whether they could power strong enough pumps uh, to pump water out.
1: Should have called El Chapo. That's right.
0: <laughs> Should have called El Chapo.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Where's El Chapo when you need him? Um, this is like.
1: Is not... No, I know, bad joke, but <laughs> this is like made for a movie, right? Like, oh, it's only really a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, no, it's, it's like a matter of
0: weeks. I yeah, think Yeah, it's, it's for coming. sure. Um, he also
2: I, by the way i did see him get like catch some flack on twitter uh for quote unquote attempting to steal the spotlight here and uh, but i thought yeah i mean the guy's using his company's uh, what they're very good at right to help the situation i didn't have a problem with that
0: no and i think it was in, in on twitter at least it was like in response to Uh, people on Twitter asking him to, you know, intervene or something. Like, his first response was, was, I think they probably have it under control. But if there's something we can do, cool. Um, He did take another contraption, which he left there. He, uh, if you go and Google, uh, you know, Thailand, Cave, Elon Musk, you'll probably come across stories about the tiny submarine that he left over there. Yeah. So he made a Thai kid-sized submarine the idea was, I guess, instead of stretchers and scuba masks, they were just going to put them in this tube and then, like, drag the little submarine through the water. Yeah, so they could breathe down there right, yeah, easily yeah. without
2: having to have a regulator and all that.
0: Right, because that was part of the issue, was that they were having to go over there and teach these kids to scuba yep. dive. So it was like, you have to go through scuba lessons before you get out of there. So, anyway, pretty cool story. And like you said, Ivan, matter of time before there's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you... Who plays the coach? Elon Musk?
1: Oh. oh or, the
0: co- yeah, who plays the coach? Without any regard for whether he bears sure, a resemblance.
1: Sure. Uh
0: Manny Pacquiao. Ooh.
1: Oh, very nice.
0: <laughs> he would fit through all the small spaces in on the set. Totally in the in the fake cave.
2: Uh I don't know. It has to be an actor.
0: Yeah, I can I guess it be a Can it be a
1: cigar personality? Yeah, I'd rather Who do cigar personality. Which cigar
0: personality plays the coach?
1: Shorty. Espinoza that that's coach. the like that's the coach.
0: So, okay, so let's keep going down this road. So Shorty's the coach. Yeah. Who are the players on Shorty's child soccer team? Okay, that's not fair because you have to then
2: use like you know people who have their cigars made by Shorty. Well, Juan. So oh, second Juan Kenzo yeah, mentioned. There, yeah. Pops Arango. <laughs> Pops Hector Alfonso? Wow. Oh, man. These are
0: all names most of our listeners don't know. La Sona in a Cave. Watch out. All right, so congratulations to the Thai kids on getting out of that cave. Um, And watch out for the Thai kid in a cave movie. Supreme Court. Donald Trump's reality TV show entered its uh, season premiere yesterday when he announced at 9 p.m. So we're recording this on Tuesday the 10th. He announced last night at 9 p.m., that he was nominating Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court. Uh, again, normally this sort of thing feels a little disconnected from uh, from all the stuff that we're doing, but uh, especially with the FDA stuff, there's there's always a chance that that, that affects uh, the cigar world, um, and, and we'll talk a little bit about some of the FDA news in the news section, but... Uh, did can you, I, can I, I, I request something yeah, here before
2: sure. you get into this? Yeah, yeah. I want you to... I want you to do your, your Donald Trump impersonation when he describes Kavanaugh as one of the finest and sharpest legal minds in our time. He is
0: one of the finest legal minds of our time. <laughs> I wish you guys could <laughs> see his face while he does it. I, I didn't go full face, you know, so, but, but yeah, I, I don't think Pretty my good. Trump is that good, but.
2: It does, uh, well, you're the best impersonator we uh, got, buddy.
0: Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's too breathy. My Trump is too breathy. It's like Trump Monroe. Uh, Trump Lynn Monroe over here. So, uh, if you so, want
1: yeah. to give us another one, we can yeah. shoot a video and then we can yeah, put yeah. it online there for everybody to check out. Ready? And hit us.
0: You're listening to the Cigar Snuff Podcast. I've nominated Brett Kavanaugh. It's going to be huge. You're going to have all the cigars you want. You're going to get smoked all over the place. I'm going to smoke you like a cigar. It's going to be wonderful. Okay.
2: All right. Hey, Trump's eyes are closed all the time, yeah, according yeah, to Nick. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm, I'm telling you, this is, this is
0: not my best work, but for whatever reason, it's what you've taken the most interest in. Um, anyway, Brett Kavanaugh was, or or I guess still is until he's confirmed. Uh, I don't know how that works. It's got to be tough to, if you're actually It's tough ruling, to get Chuck Schumer to confirm. No, I was going to say, if you're ruling on cases while everybody knows that you're in the running for uh, a yeah. Supreme Court uh, confirmation. Yeah. Um, but in any case, he's the uh, the judge on the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, and um, he is pretty young. So, as was everybody else on the short list. So, there was always a slight, you know, almost a guarantee that whoever he nominated, if they're confirmed, they're going to be around for a pretty long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was the idea. Yeah. So, um Anyway, I don't know if you guys have any... Th- Did you watch the announcement I thing? Di- I didn't. I didn't watch it either.
1: No, I just heard they were protesting before they even announced any names. They
0: were going to be protesting no, no matter what, what. happened. Yeah. yeah, no matter who he nominated. He could have nominated Gandhi, and yeah. it would have gone that way. Um. Anyway, so keep an eye on that. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Basically, at this point, unless there are uh, dissenting Republicans, there's pretty much nothing the re- Democrats can do to yeah.
1: stop it. Go we'll so- get your abortions now. <laughs> Whoa! No. <laughs> Hot take, on,
0: Ivan. Hot <laughs> abortion kidding. takes from Ivan on the Cigars Not Podcast. Holy shit. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. Let's not even go down that road. <laughs> no, I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> I'm gonna leave Ivan on an island on this one. We're in a cave. All right. Um, all right with that, a word from sponsor El Galang Cigars. El Galang cigars makes El Galang Reserva Especial. It comes in four box press sizes: the five by fifty-two idosos, the five and three quarters by fifty-four apuestos, the six by fifty-two gallardos, which is a torpedo, the six by sixty Ovesos. All of these are 100% Nicaraguan cigars with Jalapa oscuro wrappers, available in stores nationwide. Find them online at ElGalangCigars.com. That's E L G A L A N. Cigars.com You can also find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search for El Galang Cigars. That's El Galang Cigars. El Galang Cigars. El Galang Cigars dot com. Eric, You're what El Galang Cigars? Right. Yeah. Uh, do Do we know whether they have anything? Uh, I don't know what's gonna. I haven't seen show stuff from them. Is there any? Are we anticipating show things?
2: No. No. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let me see. It. I know they have a they have a new brand coming out, but I'm not sure if it's gonna be at the show.
0: Okay, got it. Well, so you heard it here probably like third. Uh, there will be an El thing happening at some point. All right, cool. Very good. So the news from Cigar Town, speaking of cigar news, accessories brand Zykar announced the addition of new products to its portfolio. The High Performance Collection, which was introduced in 2017, will get two new lighters. The HP3 Triple Flame Lighter, and the Turismo double flame lighter. The HP-3 triple flame features an inline triple flame ignition system designed for lighting precision, according to a Zeichar press release. The outer jets are all angled toward the center burner so that the flames are unified. The HP-3 will be available in four finishes, burnt yellow, Daytona red, matte black, and G2. No idea what G2 is. The Turismo Double Flame is a pocket-friendly lighter with rugged panels for durability. Also available in four finishes, but not the same ones. Matte black, matte red, matte blue, matte gray. Additionally, and this is the more interesting news, uh, Zykar is introducing lighters in product categories that are new to the company. So first, there is the uh, Verano Flat Flame, which is a, uh, which Zykar describes as providing the power of a double flame with the breadth of a triple for maximum fuel efficiency. Again, this lighter is available in four finishes black, silver, G2, and vintage bronze. And finally, Zycar is introducing the X Flame electronic lighter, which I think is probably the most intriguing accessory that I'm aware is going to be released at this show. Uh, as the name implies, this is a fully electric lighter. It is powered by a lithium ion battery. The burner is designed to light a cigar up to 62 ring gauge at optimal temperature so that you shouldn't have to ever overheat your cigar. What's more, the lighter is TSA approved for carry-ons as long as you store the burner coil and the battery separately. So I know for me that's always a bitch and a half is having to remember to not pack my lighter the wrong way or in the wrong place when I'm traveling. Sometimes I don't check luggage just for lighter purposes. Yeah,
2: no, that happens, uh, especially like for example if we're traveling uh, to do a photo shoot and we need good lighters right uh because we're gonna be like say on a beach shooting or whatever then yeah we need to we need to check it back just for that purpose but uh you know this this doesn't take away from the this doesn't relieve you of that having to think about it ahead of time right you still have to think about it ahead of time and pack the thing correctly right but at least you can take it and carry on well but
0: even if you pack it incorrectly.
2: If yeah, when you get to the end of the line you go, oh crap, I'll put it in two separate things. exactly. Yeah.
1: I think um, even if you pack it correctly, there's still a possibility one of these stupid TSA guys will this take it away from you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I had them uh, confiscate my relish once. Relish? Oh, yeah, the cranberry. Is that a code relish. name for <laughs> it's-
1: salsa? they took salsa away from me. Yeah.
0: I mean Terrible. I guess it's a liquid in a container, sort of, but it's like, come on. It's it's cranberry relish. What am I supposed to put on my cheese? <laughs> anyway. So that's on you, man. Yeah. You can't
2: bring a container with liquid. You?
0: you know, I did tell the TSA agent. Can I eat it right here? No, I, t- I told him as we were... Because he escorted me out of the line because luckily I had enough time to take it to the desk and have them bring my luggage back out so that I could put it in my checked luggage. And I was telling him, I told him, you know, this is ridiculous, right? He said, yeah. I said, I think the terrorists won. When you're taking my relish, when we're going through all of this, mm. the terrorists win. Mm. So... That was my, yeah, that was my moment with the essay. Uh, General Cigar has announced yet another collaboration with AJ Fernandez. This time, the cigar is part of the Punch lineup. So Punch Diablo, made at AJ Fernandez in Nicaraguan, AJ Fernandez's Nicaraguan factory, represents the first time that a Punch product has been made outside of Honduras since the 60s. The Diablo blend comprises four-year-old Nicaraguan and Honduran Havana fill, uh, fillers, a Connecticut Broadleaf Binder, which is aged six years, and a four-year-old Oscuro Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. So uh, when I say Oscuro, I mean pretty Oscuro. It is at least in the, uh, I haven't seen the cigar up close and personal. It'll be unveiled at the uh, IPCPR, uh, but it is pretty dark. So keep an eye out for that. In late July, that cigar will it's be available. It's not Faux Oscuro. It's, it's Oscuro. It's Oscuro.
2: All right, I well, told you it was Oscuro. Well, yeah. What I, what I can do? Don't complain when you got an Oscuro cigar. Mm-mm.
0: So, in late July, that cigar will be available in three vitolas. These are funky names. Get ready. Scamp, which is a six point one two five by fifty. What is Scamp? Scamp, like shrimp Scamp. Uh, diabolus which is a five and a quarter by fifty four. And Brute, uh, which is a six and a quarter by 60. Those Vitolas have MSRPs of 719, 779, and 819 respectively. I looked up, hang on. I looked up Scamp. Scamp. What is a Scamp? A person,
2: especially a child, who is mischievous in a likable or amusing way. Sounds a lot like a Robusto.
1: Hmm. Is this uh, Urban Dictionary? No, it's it's
2: dictionary.com. Okay. Uh, a wicked or worthless person, a rogue. Mm. It's a secondary. Scamp. Definition. You scamp, you. I'm going I'm to use scamp. A prankster, every a I troublemaker, go. a rascal, monkey devil, oh, wretch, a monkey mischief devil. Mischief maker. I've never heard monkey devil before. Monkey devil. Did I read that right? No, two separate words. Sorry. Oh. Monkey
0: <laughs> or devil. <Not> monkey <laughs> you devil. monkey devil. All right. Drew Estate is launching a rebrand of its Herrera Tele products, which are named for the company's master blender, Willie Herrera. All Herrera Tele products are getting updated packaging. In addition, the company announced the national release of Herrera Teli Brazilian Maduro and Herrera Teli Miami. The Herrera Teli Miami, which has been on the market but less uh, readily available in more of a limited sort of fashion to this point, is made at El Titán de Bronze. Which is the renowned uh, little Havana factory that Willie called home before his move to Drew Estate, and I still spend a lot of time there. The Brazilian Maduro sports a Matafina wrapper, Connecticut broadleaf binder, and Nicaraguan fillers made at La Gran Fabrica, Drew Estate in Esteli, Nicaragua. It will be available in five vitolas Robusto Grande, Toro Especial, Lonsdale, Fino, and short Corona Gorda. The cigars will range in price from 227 Dollars and ninety-four cents to two sixty-nine ninety-four for boxes of twenty-five. So you go ahead and do the math. By the way, they just gave us the per box prices. And I didn't want to assume that that lines up perfectly like with the per cigar prices, but their release didn't include single-stick MSRPs. We won't hold it against you, Nick. Mm -mm. Uh finally, I mentioned we would tell you FDA things. U.S. Federal Judge Mm. Amit Meta granted an injunction against mandated FDA warning labels noting that the FDA's mandate, quote, smacks of basic unfairness. There you go. Meta wrote in his opinion that, quote, this court cannot let pass without comment what it deems to be a grossly unfair exercise of agency authority. Mm -mm. Amen, brother. Yeah. You preach, Meta. And finally, here is uh, a line from the CRA's statement about that decision. The CRA says, quote, We will continue with this message of regulatory relief to the Trump administration, Congress, and the judicial branch. We encourage all patrons of premium handmade cigars to use the CRA petitions to Congress to request exemption from FDA oversight of premium handmade cigars and to submit comments requesting relief to the FDA through the current premium cigar public comment period before the July 25th deadline. So, that's cigarrights.org. That's where you want to go for links to where you want to make comments and write your uh, congresspeople and all of that stuff. Uh, but this is good news. It's uh, it's not an end to the story at all, but certainly a, a step in the right direction, no?
2: Absolutely. I mean, yeah. it, it, you'll see in uh, whoever picks up this uh, new issue of Cigar Snob Magazine, which we didn't talk about, right? Uh, but the new issue is out, uh, you'll see that there are a few ads who want to make sure they were compliant, so they got their... Uh, they got their ads with the warning label across the top, and my God, it looks terrible. Terrible. It's just so Worse big. than any any warning label I've ever seen on anything. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing on the cigar boxes. It's just it's front and center in your face. I mean, unlike, I mean, it looks a lot more like Europe than it does like anything else in this country. Yeah. No, so. it's,
0: it's pretty nuts. Um, let's talk about the new issue. We hadn't planned to do that, but you're right. We should. Uh, the new issue, which is new and an issue, uh, includes all sorts of stuff. This is one of our uh, our more well-rounded issues of the magazine, just to recap a little bit of what is in there. We've got a uh, story on all of the political turmoil that is going on in Nicaragua, uh, which is also a, a nice primer if you've sort of been out of the loop on that, on uh, the more recent history of the country and how we sort of arrived at this place. It includes quotes from uh, some cigar industry players as well as a Nicaraguan legislator. Uh, we've also got a Q&A with NFL legend Emmett Smith, uh, in which he talks about his football playing career, his days now in, in retirement as a philanthropist and uh, real estate developer. I think you get a pretty good feel for like his personality in there.
1: And cyclist.
0: And cyclist, yes. Cycling enthusiast. Um, and... Uh, I don't wanna Did do the whole recap the, of this thing. Did you mention twenty four hours in your town? No. But why don't you tell us about twenty four hours in your town? So I we just took, wanted to do the uh, whole thing.
2: Yeah, so we, we uh we spoke to what was it, seven mm-hmm. different yep. cigar industry uh personalities, if you will, and uh, asked them if we had twenty four hours in their uh it, Wow, that was good. <laughs> 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 had twenty four hours in their town, uh where should we go, where should we eat, what, what things should we do? And uh, that was pretty cool. We had Pete Johnson, Liana Fuente. Tell, uh, Pete Johnson told us about L.A. Uh, Liana about Tampa or tampa Ebor area. Had Mike Herklotz in New York City. Uh, Dion Gelito from Illusion Cigars in Reno. Uh, let's see. Rainier Lorenzo of HVC on Madison. And uh, Glenn Case for Christoph. And Kirk Kendall for New Hampshire. So pretty cool, right? Uh, and immediately, as soon as, as people started getting the issue, they started talking about this piece right away on social media, which I thought yeah. was pretty neat. Uh, so it, we never we never know what what's going to resonate first or or most in an issue. Yeah, and out of the gate, it looks like this piece really uh, hit home for some people. So pretty cool.
0: Were there any recommendations that people made that sort of stood out to you, or that you th- saw and thought like, okay, I really want to do that? Uh, Pete Johnson, I want to go to an LAFC game.
1: Sure. You know what? I'd like to go check out a couple of those golf courses in Reno. They look gorgeous. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing, right? Yeah. Like the
2: Basque places that uh, Dion talks about. Uh-huh. And then those golf courses. That looks like a damn yeah, good time. Yeah,
1: real nice. Yeah.
0: Liana Fuente had some good uh, restaurant rec- – or good-looking, anyway. I haven't been to them, but some pretty good-looking rec- restaurant recommendations. Uh, and I've been to some uh, spot-on. Yeah. Uh, and we actually may end up uh, – so my mom, her, her birthday is in January, and she's a fan of – cabin type vacations. We may end up doing the Tahoe area and following some of um, Dion's recommendations. Uh especially Virginia City, which is like an old silver mining town. Yep. That looked kind of like a cool family vacation. It did. It looked like a good a,
2: a good place to spend the day. Right. Just checking yeah. out this like old mining town. That was yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: So look out for that. So we mentioned Nicaragua, we mentioned Emmett. Uh we got the interview with Larry Sharp who's running as a libertarian in the um, race for New York governor uh we've also got two photo shoots one
2: uh featuring uh the joya de nicaragua 50 años mm-hmm. or cinco décadas. i don't know what they what they're calling it
0: i think yeah, cinco, uh cinco decades
2: and then the other uh featuring liga privada uh, number nine and t52 so yeah, yeah pretty uh pretty sweet
0: yeah so pretty packed issue keep an eye out for that as well as the usual pairings and ratings and all that stuff so and events and events so pick up that issue uh also a pretty sweet cover one of our more striking looking yeah covers is a leg. leg. There there's some leg.
2: There's some leg there. There's nice. legs yeah. legs for days.
0: Yeah. If you were a fan of a Christmas story and the leg lamp, uh this is the <laughs> this issue. This is our take on for it, you. Or, yeah. <laughs> or an homage to the leg lamp. Um all right, so moving on, you mentioned LAFC. That's soccer. Yes, it is. So is the World Cup. I'm wearing my France jersey today. What's going on in the World Cup? Is it still a cup all over the world? There is cup all over the world.
2: Uh, France just beat Belgium in a uh, hell of a game. Awesome. I mean, it was. I went to my mom's house, had lunch, and watched a game with her. And, uh, yeah, France pulled it out on a uh, set-piece goal. I mean, that's the that's the storyline of this World Cup, right? France is in the final. Belgium, I, I wish it would have been on the other side of the bracket because I think uh, that game that we, that we watched today was – final worthy you know it didn't it, it it was non-stop action no not a lot of diving not a lot of uh, histrionics it was it was really just a lot of action so it was
0: good fun to watch game
1: cool croissants for everyone croissant <laughs> le bleu
0: <laughs> croissant le bleu uh, is is there a reason that we were rooting for france well me personally because uh well my teams are all
2: gone okay and the only team i have a connection with. Left is really France. uh, When I in my previous life, uh, one of the consultants that worked with me was this French guy Thierry Douay, and we did a little. We had a little soccer team that we would play against other IT departments uh, with nearby companies. And so, because Thierry was the head of the group, uh, we all wore France jerseys. Uh, That was our that was our team. So so anyway, I have the jersey from way back when. And uh, that's really my only connection, and I love how they play. I mean, they—they're they, impressive to watch. Yeah. So, no, that was it. I mean, Belgium. We have another connection, which is uh, Jake Cortez, which owns Oliva Cigars. Right. Jake Cortez is a Belgian company, so I was a bit torn in that way, but. And Achio. And Achio,
0: yeah, but Achio—they're the more fa- Dutch. But
2: the factories in Belgium. The factory is in Belgium, but they are Dutch.
0: Yeah. I would be interested to see whether they feel, by virtue of having a factory in Belgium, some kind of... Like right on the border. Yeah. But hey, that's the side of the border they're on. What I can do. (laughs) Uh, What I can do makes
1: it so... So who do we got left? Uh, England, Croatia?
2: So tomorrow, England, Croatia. Uh, I got got Harry Kane, England on that one.
1: So are
0: all of our picks to win it all out of it? Well, no. I I had chosen France. You guys had
2: chosen... uh, I went Uruguay, Uruguay, Croatia.
0: I went Uruguay, Russia. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The emails didn't work, I guess. All the Facebook ads. No. No. (laughs) Russians still lost. All right. Well, there's always next World Cup. Uh, Las Vegas. We will be in... Oh, uh, yeah. We will Mm -hmm. be in Las Vegas very soon. Today is Tuesday. Friday we'll be there. We'll be there Friday. Uh, What's the deal with white parties?
2: I'm with you on that, man. I am not. Uh, I don't dig white parties. Yeah, I think a party can just be a party, <laughs> just have a good party. But uh, yeah, they, they, they. I mean, I guess with Davidoff, that's part. It is a Davidoff white party. It's the only white party we have.
0: But every every big cigar event. Oh, I know. I know, got I know. But doing in this a white particular
2: party. case, yeah. I don't mind it because they're white label. Right. That's the whole thing with them. So I can I can allow it. Yeah. But when you have. You know, people on a random Saturday night having a white party at their house. That drives me insane.
1: Yeah. The pictures look great, though. That's
2: true. But then it forces guys to wear white suits. Or, or a bu-
1: white guayabera, yeah, right? Yeah. Which I hate. I, I won't like be more. wearing either. Yeah, no.
0: You don't like the white guayabera look?
1: No, the look is fine. I just, I don't know. They smell weird by the end of the night smoking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: guayabera smell different yeah. after smoking?
1: Yeah, man. I didn't at least in the my case. Cheap uh, cheap <laughs> I got the cheap one for sure.
2: Um You need to talk to Veta. To Beta Bravo. Beta the Wallavera lady. Shout
1: out to Veta. We love She'll her. She'll hook here. you up
0: with a non smelly Wallavera. Yep. There you go. That's what she spe- I hear she specializes in non smelly Wayaveras.
1: I know she does. Yeah.
0: So uh anything else that you are looking forward to or not in Vegas? Sure. Well,
1: will we be broadcasting from there?
0: Broadcasting may not be the word for it, so don't like sit on pins and needles waiting for Cigar Snob Broadcast during the show, but we will be recording things that we will be putting out at some point after the show. After... Uh, you just disappointed our entire... Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think
1: you could have well, just gone with broadcast.
0: Yeah, we're going to be broadcasting live <laughs> from the IPCPR trade well, show so, floor. So the good
2: thing is that the show starts Friday and ends like on Tuesday for us. Mm-hmm. So... Whatever we
0: record and, and whatever we do, we'll still be out by middle to end of the week. Yeah, yeah. We'll, so. we'll be putting it out very shortly after. Uh, and maybe even, you know, some, some stuff may make it out during. It really will just depend on what our schedules look like after the show. Because a lot of times those nights end up pretty busy to the point that we're not doing a whole lot of any...
2: We have we have multiple things every night, Nick. Yes. Yep. I wouldn't commit to anything. Yeah.
0: I'm No, I'm not committing to anything. Um, so, yeah. Anything that you guys are looking forward to? Or, uh, anticipate? I'm psyched about
2: the, uh, I'm psyched about the, my father dinner. I like that dinner. It's been a couple years since I've been to it. So that's, that's fun. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the day of the show, I'm always, I, I look forward to hanging out with all these, these sure. people that we see once a year. Uh, so we've become friends over the last 12 years and we've developed these, these friendships. So yeah, it's spending time with those people, seeing them. Uh, I, I always leave the show. I don't know about you guys, but I leave the show sort of energized, about where the magazine is uh where its place in the world is that year, that's always exciting right because you get yeah. you get a lot of feedback uh thankfully it's usually positive yeah everybody's
1: very complimentary
2: so yeah i always uh, it, it always kind of refreshes me or, or re-energizes me for the for the year
1: sure sure cool I was
2: not a very uh, Convincing, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: what's uh, what's the temperature like in Vegas right oh, now? Oh man, Let's get like our one, research department on one, this. Hold 130? on, it's a hot
0: one. Okay, guys, we're gonna have our producers look this up real quick. Uh, right now the temperature in Las Vegas temp in Las Vegas. One, okay,
1: over under is one fifty. One ten. One hundred eight. One ten.
0: I'm going one hundred eight.
1: Mm, I haven't
2: looked.
0: Uh, well, it is. It will be, for whatever that's worth. Uh, so it's getting hotter tomorrow. Right now, it's 94, but Ugh. 6 a.m. tomorrow, it's 106. Beautiful. So, yeah. We're going to get there. We're going to be super relaxed as our lips bleed <laughs> uh, and dry completely out. That's going to be pretty great. That's my least favorite thing about being in Las Vegas in the Me summer. Me too. Me too. Is the is bleedy lips and nose. Um, I don't know. That's a problem you guys have. But way to bring the show to a screeching halt. Bleedy lips and nose, people.
1: Yeah, pack your preparation, H. <laughs> hey, can
2: we go back to this uh, this cigar? Yes. So, so we can figure out if Ivan was right, wrong, or what. Ivan, what are you All getting right, out so of this cigar? You right? want to give an update? How are you? I mean, where are you? It, hasn't, years are you it
0: hasn't changed a whole lot. Al- al- although I will note that uh, you know we didn't get so deep into the blending process that we started to do the whole like, okay, I want this in the first third, and then I want a little bit of this in the at the end. So there shouldn't be very many transitions, I don't know. No, think.
2: but mine did uh,
0: calm down a bit on the intensity, for sure.
2: So mine right. uh, developed a little bit of uh, leather aromas that, that maybe weren't there before because they were overpowered by the spice. But uh, otherwise, everything else is kind of the same, right? The cedar, a uh, little bit of vanilla, tiny bit of cream now, yeah, more than before. and uh, And the spice has calmed down a bit.
1: Yeah, I get. It, mine's been pretty consistent. I get some cinnamon out of it too. Uh, it's good. Uh, I'm I'm really, I'm really curious to see if I uh, guessed correctly here. All right, so I can get embarrassed on. Are you sticking with your not, original? It's
2: not embarrassing there. Right. All of it was. Every, every cigar made there was using Davidoff tobacco. Yeah. So the differences were in the region and the priming. Right. right. What region of? the different growing areas that Davidoff has uh, throughout the Dominican Republic, uh, and what priming they were on. So right. that was really the differences. So don't feel bad if you're wrong. And it was a 50-50 chance. So what was your
0: original guess? Eric's. You sticking with that? Yeah. Wrong. And you would be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I will say, though, that you tend to be a little more sensitive to, the, to spice.
1: Yeah, you threw me off. <laughs> yeah,
0: so maybe what you're describing is spicy... I'm not describing you that way. You failed him, yet. Nick. Yeah. I think well, this is a fa- Nick's failure. Well, but was it my failure or was it his failure to account for his spice This sensitivity? is true. This is true. You know, I, I wasn't the one trying to win here. I was just true. telling you what I was picking up. But uh
1: Anyway. Dun, 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 you were
2: right
0: though initially when you first
2: when you first smelled them uh yep. Pre-light, you said that yours smelled more like Nick's. Right. And then you went against it. Yeah. So
0: Based on what we had should to say.
1: Have all, should always stick to my first instinct. Stick to your nose, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. So let
0: that be a lesson to everybody listening. Sometimes what somebody else is saying they're getting from the cigar, I don't think it's that you're getting something different, but you're maybe using a different frame of reference there. You're,
2: well, yeah, you're, and how you perceive certain sure,
0: yeah. notes and certain uh, aromas is a little bit
2: different, though. Everyone right, right. Uh, picks things up differently. Like Ivan, like you said, he's
0: more sensitive to spice and, right. and pepper. So Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, Ivan was smoking the Nick edition. Uh, and we will maybe come back and tell you a little bit more about what we thought about. No, no, we won't. We're pretty much. Near no, the, end the, of but this. these were good. I mean, they if you had good. to buy these, uh, if, if you were at an event or at a store and you,
2: and you bought this, it's very enjoyable. I mean, yeah. mine is a, it's a stronger version of a Davidoff, which is always what I'm looking for in a Davidoff. I want, give me the strongest Davidoff you have because I like their profile, but I usually want a little bit more strength. So I tend to go to like the Millennium Blend and things like that that are a little stronger. Yeah. And uh mine mine tastes a lot like that.
0: It's a shame people don't get to smoke these. This might be the Well best so thing hang on a second. So
2: so wait we uh we posted on uh on our Facebook page an unboxing video when we got these, which was I mean, I opened the box today. Right. And I posted the video on Facebook and I said, If you comment, uh if you go to our Facebook Ooh. uh let me see. I'll share it on, on the Cigar Snob page. But if you go to our Facebook page and, uh, and comment and tell us which is your favorite Davidoff blend, uh, we will pick one of you right. and give you and send you one of these cigars. There you go. So, All
0: right. So, yeah. So, you can get your hands on one. Look up Cigar Snob Magazine on Facebook. Look for the video in which we unbox these two blends and leave a comment. You might get, what, what is it, one of each? I was gonna just give one of mine because I don't want to speak for you, but, no, but we can pick them, two yeah, people and yeah. give. Well, I was gonna say let's give them one, or two people one of each cigar, and then maybe they'll let us know which one they prefer. Okay. Well, I mean that's different than what I said in the video, but hey, that's. Fine. No, I don't know. Whatever. I'm just making this up as I go along. Just looking to complicate the whole thing.
2: Yep, as you usually. Cool.
0: Do. All right. So, uh, with that, a word from our sponsor, Villiger Cigars. Villiger Cigars, celebrating 130 years in tobacco, unveils its first ever full-bodied premium handmade cigar in the Villiger La Vencedora. The Villiger La Vencedora is the follow-up cigar to the highly acclaimed Villiger La Flor de Inclan and Villiger Sandoro Colorado. This Nicaraguan puro, wrapped in a beautiful Nicaraguan Alano puro wrapper, boasts a potent full-bodied smoking experience featuring highly seasoned, hearty flavors. The Villiger La Vencedora, which translates to the victor, emits a billowing aromatic smoke throughout the smoking experience. The Villiger La Vencedora, a palate-pleasing, full-bodied, yet elegant cigar that will satisfy the cigar connoisseur as well as the casual smoker. We're ending this episode as we do every episode with our parting recommendations. This is where we let you know some things that you should eat, smoke, drink, do, watch, visit, read. What do you
1: got, Ivan? Pretty ecstatic about this recommendation. I've never never owned a leaf blower before. Maybe because I've always thought they were out of my price range, I guess. Okay. So I went ahead and I bought a... Greenworks corded seven amp electric leaf blower. It was 25 bucks.
2: 25 dollars. 25. You splurged on that,
1: huh? Yeah. This thing is awesome. I will never sweep anything in my entire life again. You're just
2: blowing it into the street. Somebody else's problem. Oh, even
1: in my daughter's room. I don't even care if she (laughs) spills it. I'm going to leaf blower. (laughs) Like. It is amazing. I can't believe it took me so long to buy one of these things. And for 25 bucks, I mean, it's great. So go out and get one of these if you don't have one. You guys have leaf blowers? I do not. Oh, my God.
0: I also don't have a leaf blower.
1: You don't know what you're missing. Big time. Big time.
0: I will say that I have always wanted to do the leaf blower air in the mouth thing. I've never leaf blown my face. Mm. Have you? You have a leaf blower air in the mouth. If you
1: tried that with this, it'll blow your tonsils out of the back of your head. That might save me some money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who needs them? Um, Eric. Oh, uh, my recommendation.
2: So we had, uh, we had some, some family over and friends and, uh, over the house this weekend. And a friend of ours brought over a bottle of Rowan's bourbon, Rowan's Creek bourbon. And, uh, Wow. That was freaking awesome. I loved it. I'd never had that. I'd never even seen it. But it's distributed, I guess, by Willet. Okay. And, man, I made some uh, old fashions with it using Big Poppy's uh, mm. recipe. Big, Big Poppy, Bobby. for those of you that don't know, is not actually the baseball player Big Poppy. It's David Ortiz, who is the head mixologist for Republic National Distribution, uh, liquor distributor. So... <clears throat> so he gave us a a recipe, which, by the way, is in the uh, July-August issue of Cigar Snob. And using that recipe, I made some, uh, some old fashions, and they were a home run. You, uh, you have chocolate that. bitters? No, but I got them just for that purpose. Cool. Yeah. No, that's
1: what I meant. You, you picked it up? Nice. Did you shave any chocolate into it? That is the only thing I didn't do. I did the same thing. I, yeah, I, I left the chocolate out. But still, it's still amazing. It was Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. You put a maraschino cherry in it?
2: No, I didn't. That would be more Manhattanish. Uh, I didn't do that. But uh, but and and the other uh, the other difference is from his uh, from his uh, recipe was he used Buffalo Trace for one, obviously. Yeah, I used Rowans. And the other thing is he used a uh, one ounce of simple syrup, and I went half an ounce. Uh, you're
1: always messing I'm up. A tweaker, no, I'm a no, tweaker, man. No, no. I'm a tweaker by nature. You got to stick with it.
2: Tweaker by nature. Not because I hate you. Uh, so, oh my God, it was awesome. Awesome. And then also you had it neat, right? Because uh, when you've got good bourbon, you need to try it neat as well.
1: How much is that bourbon?
2: I want to say it was a $50 or so bottle.
1: Oh, that's good. It's a good bourbon? <laughs> oh, oh, that's a very good. Quite fancy bourbon.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Uh my what about you, Nicholas? What you got? Uh, so, I know I'm really late to this party, but because Story I want to life. go and see Ant-Man and the Wasp, but had not seen 2015's Ant-Man, saw Ant-Man. I've been absent from that party, too. Me, too. Ant-Man was very good. Even Elsie liked it. Super fun movie.
1: Oh, I take it back. No, I did see
0: it. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was one of the more fun, like, you don't have to be a comic book geek, Marvel movies. Uh very like everything you would want from a Paul Rudd as a superhero movie, or like Honey I Shrunk the Kid plus bad guys. Right, that was basically the thing. A lot of yeah, it's ant- not, the the bad guy was not a lawnmower. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of big ants. There's uh, a lot of small ants, depending on how big Ant Man is at the time. Uh, a lot of really big grass because he's in the grass sometimes. So there's that. You're you're selling it. Yeah,
2: selling it a little hard.
0: Well, you know, yeah. So check it out. Check out Ant-Man if you haven't already. Uh, and it makes me more confident in spending theater money on Ant-Man and the Wasp. Theater money. Yeah. So, you know, it's 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 not just the money. It's the trip out to the theater. Like, you want to feel good about. Yeah, so my wife doesn't like movies.
2: Okay. So I have to be, like, at the level of confidence that you have in this
1: movie. She like leaf blowers? <laughs>
2: So the level of confidence you have in this movie is not enough for me. If, if I'm going to take her, okay. I have to be 100% confident that she's going to enjoy it, because otherwise I'm going to have to hear it for the rest of the week.
0: Have the kids seen Ant-Man? No. So I would say...
2: Is it, is it, a, is it kid-friendly, this
0: movie? I, I believe this so. This Ant-Man thing you speak of? Yeah, yeah. I would say that it is. Um, I would say this is a good option for like watching at home, and then... Based on how tortured she feels, make that call about whether to. I think it is one of the things that like the boys will be super into that of oh, yeah, in they, that world. They love movies, so. yeah, in that world of movies, I I would guess that this is the one that she would hate the least at the you know at the very least. So Ant Man 2015, Paul Rudd, check that out if you haven't already. Totally worth the 3.99 rental. All right, anything else we want to tell the people? Go England, man. Go Three Lions. Okay. Tomorrow, all of okay.
2: them, all
1: three of them. I'm I'm pulling for Croatia.
2: No man, come on, the fighting Harry Canes.
0: I just checked out when Russia lost. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right,
2: all, right. all, all right. right, y'all. We'll uh we'll see you on the other side of IPCPR. Cool, see
1: you.